1: uh is long overdue for playing a superhero and i think he's got right he's got an an actual feralness and he's never really gotten the role that's gotten to show that off but every time i see him in something i'm like this guy's right there like i see this this edge of this interesting choice
0: to go in there, Reject Nation. John Humphrey and Koi Jandro here for another exciting installment of our newest segment, Koi's Comic Corner. Now, before I hand the mic off, just wanna get a couple housekeeping things out the way. If you could first leave a like and subscribe, hit that notification bell. That stuff helps us out a lot here, and you're gonna wanna be notified for when the next episode drops, because this man is a wealth of knowledge and theories. And uh, today, we're gonna be talking about Wolverine and how he could potentially be introduced to the MCU moving forward. Without further ado, I'm going to turn the mic over to Koi. Koi, what do you got for us?
1: All right. So I think Wolverine should come into the MCU soon, which is not a thing I originally thought, but I think he should come into the MCU via a TV show. So I'm going to dive into where the X-Men and Wolverine are now. I'm going to dive into how I would personally introduce Wolverine, how I think they might actually be introducing Wolverine, who might play him, what the plot of my series, movie would be and some reading recommendations for you folks Awesome. you see the series you say I got okay so okay that's the let's big just we're gonna jump start right there in, let's dive in all with right. the Shyamalan twist I originally didn't want Wolverine in the MCU for a little while because how my biggest, could you? I know I said it out loud because I think the biggest issue is that it becomes Wolverine in the X-Men all too quickly just like the cartoon Wolverine in the X-Men just like some X-Men comics it's a team and Cyclops and Storm are the leaders somehow Wolverine because he's so cool becomes the impromptu and default Focal point of the movies. Brian Singer did it. The, the shows have done it. The comics have done it. What I would do is wait a have, minute. You
0: mean that's not how it always is? In the, you know, in the, the, the thing comic comic about books? X-Men is
1: uh, he wasn't even introduced until 94 issues into the X-Men. We didn't have Wolverine for decades of X-Men comics. And frankly, I think that's a big issue with the comic books. Actually, it's about a decade. It's about 12 years. Anyway, the issue is once you have a character that's that cool, you lose the team dynamic. So what I would do is have a series that takes place in canon in the MCU over the course of decades, and eventually, just like an Avengers level meetup, you're waiting for Wolverine to meet the X-Men because you know it's coming, but that way you've got your X-Men getting their time in the sun. You establish Cyclops as a leader. You establish Storm as a leader. I would do the blue and gold teams a la Jim Lee's 90s X-Men. You establish two sets okay. of teams that way.
0: Real quick.
1: yes. This is why I'm here, Coy. Because <laughs> you got to make sure let's, that it makes sense. Let's clarify
0: for the people, the blue and gold teams. Okay, so,
1: so yeah. in the X-Men in the 90s, when there was a giant pop of X-Men popularity, they split the teams into two one led by storm one led by cyclops and that's actually a kind of loose basis of the very popular x-men animated series which is continuing on disney plus from the original canon and that is not to me a coincidence of where they'll be basing a lot of the movies and shows off of i think that being canon and living on disney plus is going to be very indicative and inform a lot of these x-men choices so i think pulling from the jim lee stuff gives you a lot of opportunity and i think with that you not only give wolverine his classic brown and yellow costume but you set the first series decades ago, and I would do each season as a different decade of Wolverine lore. So you got the best of X-Men Origins Wolverine, that opening title sequence, even if you hate that movie, which is understandable, that opening title sequence was gold. Make that the show. Not only does that give you opportunity to grow out the MCU, not only does that give you opportunity to have them meet Howard Stark, Captain America, Bucky Barnes, Deadpool from back in the, you've got so many opportunities. You can really make that show its own thing. And then you've got this awesome ticking clock of getting up to the present day and having him meet the X-Men, and then when he does, it feels like a Civil War moment. It feels like an Avengers Infinity War, because the character you've wanted in the X-Men, in X-Men 3, finally gets there, and then Cyclops is the leader. There is a conflict between Jean Grey, Cyclops, and Wolverine, and then Storm is well enough established so she doesn't say lines about toads. You've got all of these characters. <laughs> no, we need We that need the coin. toad lines. We need the memes. Frankly, they're coming. But I, I think Wolverine is a long-form character, and then this way you also have the samurai saga you also have his adventures in the wars and why he's so traumatized you get to actually live with the weapon x program you get to see the horrors of why wolverine is the way he is and it's not shoehorned into flashbacks during a movie where you've got 10 other mutants and it's also an opportunity to have you care about the man that is wolverine that way when he does atrocious things you're invested in the character as well as the cool wolverine character with blade hands like you gotta you gotta love the man and it's gonna be hard to replace hugh jackman so the way you do that is you go long form, you fully invest in the meat of the character, not just the schnick of the character. I like it, Koi. And so, okay, riddle me this
0: then. You don't want to introduce him too fast into the X-Men and have him take focus. Where are the X-Men during all of this in your MCU?
1: So what I would do is announce a Wolverine show before maybe even announcing an X-Men movie. I would say, Um. hey, we're going to have this Wolverine show, and that way all of the giant X-Men fans get a taste. Because I think they should wait and introduce the X-Men probably like four or five years, to be honest. I'd wait wait a little bit, because I think Fantastic Four needs to come first. And I think since they haven't utilized the X-Men, X-Gene idea from Eternals yet. They haven't utilized the, the Thanos snap idea. All of the fan theories, they haven't really activated those seeds yet. I'd give it a little bit of time. I'd let some of this phase four settle. I'd let a lot of people that think phase four is motionless, which I disagree with. I think it has a very clear direction that we're going to get after Quantumania. I would even perhaps utilize Kang to bring about the time travel of elements that maybe you meet Wolverine in the past. Maybe when you bring Kang in, you've got set Wolverine and that ties into the show. Using time travel in the movies, establish a James Howlett, establish a character that we as comic fans might recognize. Give us the subtlest little I know who that is, or a post credit scene. You can even go obvious and go post credit, or you you introduce a James Howlett, and then you can bring and for, back
0: for for non comic fans, James Howlett. Oh, is is of is, course
1: Logan Wolverine. Right, so yeah, so I'm yeah, sure everyone else knows. <laughs> I appreciate it. James Logan Howlett that's, is. Believe a guy. it or
0: not, I actually did know that. You've earned the shirt. So yeah, in fact, I'm taking the Goodwill tag off of it right now. That's how
1: you earned the taglessness by knowing I James do not Howlett. not
0: regret the five dollars good I purchase on this made.
1: <laughs> but that's I mean, I think that's a really cool new way because you yeah. introduced him in the Brian's. Singer movies as Wolverine already established, already fully formed, already in Artie Canada. Logan. So I don't necessarily love the, uh, the origin comics where he's got bone claws and stuff. That's not my cup of tea. You don't have to do that. But this way you could introduce Project Project X. That's a movie. Uh, yeah. You can, <laughs> sure. <laughs> this, we could do that in the MCU. Why in, not? You know Found what? footage party movie. Let's it's, do it. <laughs> Wolverine was a party guy in the 40s. So no, you introduce Weapon X via the program and then you've got a long game and that way you could long form tie it back into Deadpool. You can use the Weapon age program from Deadpool because Deadpool is one of the only things we are bringing back over. All of this allows a much richer world that you could arguably have an entire Wolverine separate situation with Sabretooth, with Deadpool, all those things. And you could have it rated R. You could have the Daredevil yes. login feature, have the Wolverine show rated R. And then when he transfers over into the movies, you don't have to because you've established the character he already is. Mm. I want a real berserker yeah. rage. I No, absolutely.
0: I want to be terrified just as much as I am enamored with his coolness.
1: And that takes a while. That takes hours of screen time, in my opinion. Like, that's yeah. the way to do it better.
0: And you need an actor, then, theoretically, who, like, you know, I love Hugh Jackman, and he definitely brings the intensity, but I'm not often scared of him or I don't often have that sort of monstrousness and I know that Wolverine in the comics is not quite as uh, charming let's say Yeah. so who are some of your potential castings
1: so he's on the older end of the spectrum for the casting because I'd want this man to play him for 10 or 15 years it's, Richard Jenkins. It's Richard Jenkins. It's Richard Jenkins. I mean, about, it's, it's time. It's time. It's I time. think he's about to be in the MCU. Okay. It's time for Richard Jenkins. I would say uh, Tom Hardy. To be honest, I think you need to find another Tom Hardy, and I'm mean, gonna use Tom Hardy as the archetype because he's short, he's rough, <laughs> he definitely seems like the guy that you don't want to meet in a dark alley, or he could charm your pants off. He's a guy that's feral. He's a guy that can do a lot without dialogue. Mad Max's Tom Hardy and Warriors Tom Hardy are Wolverine. Mm. Like the cage fighting element meets the guy that doesn't say a lot. Throw a cigar in there and that's Wolverine. So finding someone like Tom Hardy or Tom Hardy making a lot of art really quickly. Like we're throwing a lot of shows at him. Like they're, they could work. I think he's on the older side as far as playing him that long. I would love, I know it's the most commonly bandied about name, but Taron Edgerton, I do think has a very good vibe for him. I do think he's the right stockiness. I do think he's got the charm as well as the animosity. I do think he can turn on that feral rage as well as be a guy that could woo you know gene gray and make people believe in him because you need wolverine to be a guy that's duplicitous in a way he needs to be able to get in anywhere and then go berserker so you need both sides of that i'd also love to see an edgar Ramirez. i think edgar Ramirez uh is long overdue for playing a superhero and i think he's cool. got right he's got yeah. an, an, an actual feralness okay. and he's never really gotten the role that's gotten to show that off but every time i see him in something i'm like this guy's right there like yeah. i see this this edge of this interesting choice so those are my big three um, you know, Taryn being the youngest, Tom Hardy being the oldest. Edgar Ramirez isn't that much younger than Tom Hardy, but I think he's just such an interesting I- energy. And like I could see him being a guy that would jump off a mountain and live in a cabin in Canada. Like that seems Absolutely. like Edgar Ramirez to me.
0: Absolutely. So you are not team Radcliffe.
1: You know what? I love Daniel Radcliffe, but he always strikes me as a sweetie. Yes. Like he's such a sweetheart. And like, I
0: mean, yeah, I would love to to be surprised by a monstrousness that I haven't range? seen within him because he certainly does have range. But yes, I, I also agree that he does come with his sweetiness.
1: As someone who's like interviewed Tom Hardy, been around Tom Hardy, like you're always wanting to make sure you're cool with him and also a little intimidated <laughs> by him. Like Tom Hardy's just got a thing where it's like you earn his respect. Like Tom Hardy doesn't give you respect; you earn it. And I think that's Wolverine. You've got to earn his respect. You've got to earn him calling you bub like it's got to be there so i think that's really important to the character and i don't think we've even gotten that necessarily from hugh jackman because i love hugh jackman but i feel like he's just so nice and that sometimes sometimes shines through and like he does the feral well he does the animosity well he does the as close to pg-13 Berserker as we can get but at the end of the day i want someone that's a little disconcerting
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I I would agree with that. And I feel like after such a well-worn portrayal that does have so much charm and so many iconic moments that people love, I think it would be good to reestablish the energy of the character and the association that we have with him and maybe not use him in quite the same way for the audience, you know. uh, If
1: we retread the Phoenix Saga one more time, I like, the, that's the We're, thing with Wolverine. We'll like, get it one of these days, dude. We'll get it one of these days. I want that to be days. the third trilogy. I want that to be the ninth movie. Because you 20 really, years down the line. At least. Yeah. But, like, I think that's why you really need to establish a show and movies. And I would also love to see a show with Cyclops and Storm and certain key X-Men. But starting with Wolverine, that way you got the the fans happy and you get that cool combined moments. That leads me to one more question before we get to
0: recommendations, okay. which is, you know, you mentioned you definitely would, would make Wolverine a show. You might can entertain X-Men as either you know show movies both perhaps even and Mm -hmm. you also mentioned not maybe even time travel but just you know sort of a a time element for the Wolverine show that could maybe exist outside of those movies like do you imagine Wolverine being a character where on the show we follow him throughout these decades but maybe in movies once they do collide and that you know crossover event does happen and we finally get the catharsis of seeing Wolverine amongst the X-Men yeah you know do you see that those things existing sort of in the same universe but peering in on different moments in time
1: absolutely I'd say the x-men are more modern i'd keep wolverine when he's with the x-men modern but that also allows you to do the characters we've been wanting to see done right for years on the show and not have them necessarily tie into the x-men Sabretooth doesn't need to tie into the x-men but i would do season one weapon x program maybe Sabretooth introduced and then a cliffhanger Sabertooth for season two season two lead into World War One or World War Two and have Wolverine um, in the war for season three and then season four as we're it. approaching modern day Cold War Omega Red
0: I love the MCU like we there's so little of it and I was very spoiled by Captain Carter especially and parts of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. the final season uh, like going back into like I love there's Marvel so in past eras so you're, you're speaking my language here and so uh why don't we move on then to to uh, some recommendations
1: so I would say the best place to read especially Wolverine in a period of time is Frank Miller's four-issue miniseries Frank Miller's Wolverine is what I would base the foundation of this on I think it's really insightful it's really introspective it's a lot about being a warrior being a samurai and it does allow you to see what Wolverine's like on his own which is very important there are literally 300 plus solo Wolverine issues you could read just Wolverine without it tying to the X-Men and tell decades of stories but I would start with Frank Miller's Wolverine mini- which is the first of them which starts this 300 issue run i also really recommend wolverine enemy of the state yeah. which is illustrated by john Romita jr and it's basically a wolverine that has been turned into a weapon because he's been brainwashed and he's attacking and massacring all of his friends he's, he's an enemy of the state because he's a berserker that's being controlled by yeah. someone else how do you take out the man who can repair himself and how basically he controls his friends and that's the run that actually later inspired a lot of the old man logan old man things because wolverine in that storyline was brainwashed by mysterio and killed all of his friends starting the old man universe which is very popular to this day which also is kind of what hugh jackman's logan was based off of so i definitely recommend the old man logan stuff but i'd read the one that no one read as big first which is enemy of the state and then my final recommendation trying to stick to three because i could literally do 20 but i'm trying to do three per video we're we're new to this this show (laughs) but i'm going to try to stick to three. I'd also recommend it's a Deadpool comic, but it's a five-issue miniseries called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and it's Deadpool, Wolverine, and Captain America basically in Korea freeing mutants that have been mutated to be more like the X-Men. They're trying to build a Korean team of X-Men, and they've enslaved people and mutated them to be like Wolverine, Storm, Deadpool. They've they've used Deadpool's DNA to mutate these mutants, and they're trapped in uh, basically a camp. You've got the trauma of Captain America seeing Camps. you've got wolverine seeing what regeneration factors do you've got deadpool actually showing some heart and some ethos and you see wolverine in a team dynamic that isn't the x-men that's also what i think could be really cool is that'd be how i'd bring steve rogers back i wouldn't touch captain america in the movies have chris evans in world war ii teaming up with wolverine as his big comeback cameo don't mess with the continuity and then you can even play with the red skull stuff
0: Wowie, man. so that I do, man. I am dazzled in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure the kids out there are going to love catching up with some of these stories. that sound very family appropriate. Not yeah, that that's are all going
1: R-rated comic books, effectively. They're, they're like T+. plus. But yeah, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, uh, Wolverine's Frank Miller miniseries, Enemy of the State. And then if you want a little bonus, Old Man Logan, very essential reading. And if you want more Rex, leave a comment below. If you want another video just Wolverine Rex, I can do that for now.
0: Awesome. Well, dude, thank you for coming to my TED Talk and Absolutely. for helping me give all this information to everybody. You've been a big support to me and all the work I did today. Thanks for hosting Koi's comic So, Yeah, no, I, I really I, appreciate it's, it. It's a privilege and an honor <laughs> to be able to do that for you. For me. And everyone for you. else. But uh, guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, really appreciate y'all watching. Remember to subscribe and hit that notification bell because we're going to be having more theories, more Koi, and uh, more awesome recommendations. So keep an eye out for that and we'll catch y'all soon. Read comics. Be well.
2: What would you do to achieve the American dream—the big house, the happy family, the money? What's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shot? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> my mom is dead. My mom and my dad. From Airship.